0: fishing like a local is having an experience that stays with you forever and with fishing booker you can experience it too no matter where you are discover your next adventure on fishing booker
1: you've heard us talk about them they're in and they're on the website
2: absolutely our brand new america's diesel podcast branded bills badass flex fit performance material sweat sweat stain resistant it it literally feels like it cools your head I don't it's know amazing. how that's possible. Somehow it
1: is. Yeah, you can rock it. You know, I'm more of a flat bill kind of guy. You can do that. You can curve it. For all you taco holder guys, you can even throw that in there. Yeah. And then snap back with a little bit of the flex fit. Yeah. Big head approved, small head approved.
2: And it's extremely comfortable. I almost guarantee, Oh my! you know, I say almost guarantee. No, I guarantee this is the most comfortable hat you will ever
1: wear. And the logo? Rubber. Awesome. Yeah. Came out great. Super detailed rubber on there, so it's never going to fade on you. If you want to get one of these in your hands, they are $50 shipped to the lower 48, plus tax, if applicable in your state. Uh, just go on the com, search hat, look for the fantastic Jam and Eagle logo, pick yourself up some for the out of stock. Yeah. You're listening to America's Diesel Podcast. <laughs> hey, you want to hear a joke, Corey?
2: Yeah, let's hear it. Did I tell you the joke? I don't know. I tell you a joke today? Not today, no. Okay. It's a good I told one. Ben. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> so there's two fish, right? Okay. And they're sitting in a tank. The one fish looks over at the other fish. What do you think he says? How the fuck do we drive this thing?
1: <laughs> Knee slapper. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good, right? You I get, get it? it. Yeah. yeah
2: okay. Because yeah. <laughs> it's like a tank. Like yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, yeah like a boom yeah. boom tank yeah, yeah. out of water yeah. tank. Should go boom boom. Yeah. Go boom boom tank. <laughs>
1: yeah. Big big gun tank. Yeah. Big gun tank. <laughs> I got a hole in your, your your joke here. What? Fish can't breathe out of water.
2: Well, they also can't talk.
1: That's true. <laughs> And okay. I don't know if you know this or not, but they don't know how to drive tanks.
2: Well, we don't know that. We, we, don't, don't. Just, we don't. We know don't
1: that. know that. We've never asked them. they never tried. Yes. Hey, don't
2: me. assume yeah. that they don't know how to. Hey, man, just
1: assume that I'm smart enough to know what a tank is <laughs> yeah. or fish. Or fish's level of knowledge of tanks. A little <laughs> level of water.
2: Yeah. I mean, come on.
1: <laughs> the stuff that yeah. the plants drink, like from the toilet? Yeah. <laughs> It'd
2: be, it wouldn't surprise me if fish are like could be like one of the smartest things because they just sit back in your house like while you're looking at shit like they could be looking at it too you know just watching just watching everything freaking super they smart fish else
1: to do. yeah i'll tell um, you what fish probably do know about free spin kits and that's what yeah. we're gonna talk about today on america's Good diesel Transition. podcast yeah
2: <laughs> this week's podcast episode is brought to you by fuel bomb diesel additive an additive designed for diesel enthusiasts
1: made by diesel enthusiasts ben take it away Both these additives are available on our website,
2: DieselPowerProducts.com. Now let's get back to that episode.
1: Thanks for tuning in. You can find us on Google Play. Hold Sound on, called-
2: Ben. It's not free-spin kits. What is it? Blockout hubs. I'll tell you.
1: Yeah, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. You can find us on Google Play, SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, anywhere you find podcasts. You can find us by searching America's Diesel Podcast. Uh, I greatly appreciate uh, a bunch of you guys sending in your your Spotify wrap-ups for the year. Uh, you guys listen to a lot of minutes of us. Appreciate it. <laughs> like
2: You didn't tell me this.
1: I, well, I I literally just got them probably like an hour ago or so. Oh. Yeah, I forgot been, they do that. Yeah, people have been spending uh, uh, screenshots of their, their Spotify wrapped up for the year or whatnot. <laughs> it shows how many minutes of podcasts they've listened to. Yeah. Thanks. <laughs> was it a lot? It's a lot. Like, but I mean, the, th- the cool thing is a lot of people listen to the same podcast we are. A lot of people listen to Joe Rogan. Sure. Um, a lot of people listen to the Diesel Podcast. Yeah. Um, but it's cool to see us up there, like as like people's actual number one or number two podcast yeah, to listen cool. to. That's I appreciate that. It makes me happy.
2: Yeah,
1: I like that. Uh, yeah, you can find us on all of those venues as well as on the Instagrams and Facebooks, uh, by searching America's Diesel Podcast. We do have a Facebook group. Uh, I generally appreciate everybody that is in that group. If you have tried to get into that group, I do have questions on there. They may seem open-ended, but you do have to answer them, and there are wrong answers. There are many right answers, but there are also many wrong answers. And I'll be honest, there's one guy that I have not let in right now, and he's been sitting in limbo for the last, like, two weeks, and I'm <laughs> waiting for him to just message me and say something. Also, the eagle's name is not Hart. It's not Hart, No. <laughs> But yeah, definitely check out that uh, Facebook group. Uh, We do talk a lot of shit, but also post links, uh, good conversations, all that kind of good stuff. I definitely try and make sure that that group is actually people that listen to the podcast. We're not letting in just randos and whatnot. Uh, Tyler Reviews. Oh, yeah. Keep those reviews coming in. We're moving up in the ranks. We greatly
2: appreciate every single one of them, especially the people that steal other people's phones and leave reviews on them. That's super fun to to read. Thanks, Mitch. Yeah, thanks, Mitch. (laughs) Um, Keep those reviews coming in. Screenshot your five-star review. Send it to dieselpowerproducts.com. Make sure to include a picture of your truck and an address that we can send a decal to. It looks just like the logos on our
1: caps. Which are for sale? You probably heard that ad at the beginning of the podcast. though. will be yeah, fifty bucks shipped to the lower forty-eight. It is the best hat you will ever buy in your life. Yes uh fact look. fact if you need these parts for your pickup make sure and check out these we do have sales technicians on the phone 6 a.m to 6 p.m pacific time monday through friday they answer any kind of questions you have if you're looking at a part and you see the quick ship logo that is a verified in stock part you're ready to rock pull the trigger you can pretty much be assumed that's either going to ship out that same day or the following business day depending on what time of day you order uh but we definitely try the best we can to make sure that anything that we uh we, ha- we have a team of people that make sure that quick ship logo is accurate like sometimes a logo may go on and off a part. Yeah, in I think it's day. actually
2: me right now doing that. Doing yeah. so are doing... you the team?
1: Yeah. <laughs> so at one point we had like four people doing it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah now it's been me just
2: lately. Especially it was, you know, a little bit of uh some stress on my shoulders, especially before the, you know, the big sale days. Yeah. Uh making sure everything is uh correct with yeah. the, with that for stock levels and all Coming that good, good stuff. Right. But uh
1: uh two more things uh if you are borrowing parts for your diesel pickup and you are a podcast listener make sure that we find out if you're talking to a sales technician let them know if you're placing an order online in the order notes section just type podcast so i can find it later on and give you some special attention should a need arise if you place an order you forgot to don't worry shoot me a dm shoot me an email freaking whatever just let me know order number email name whatever i'll find it and flag it Let's the guys upstairs know that we are down here Farting around, drinking beer, but it results in money. And that, at the end of the day, is what makes the world go round. Yeah. Fact. Uh, Also, the uh, Black Friday, Cyber Monday just happened. The day we're filming this is, uh, excuse me, Wednesday, November 30th. Uh, So, Black Friday, Cyber Monday just ended on Monday. And I will say, guys, uh, podcast listeners... You guys fucking showed up.
2: You guys killed it. You guys, you guys made it. us look really good. You really did. <laughs> Seriously. <Yeah.
1: laughs> so if, if you're listening to this, and, and well, actually, this is going to come out afterwards, but uh, uh, yeah, if you did play some order Black Friday, Cyber Monday, let me know, because those stats genuinely do help. And if you are listening to this podcast, but you are not buying parts from Decent Power Products, I do want to know why. Good, bad, happy, or sad. Um, I have answered some questions on on the, uh, on the stuff like that on our uh, the Facebook group. Uh, I mean, a lot of the times, if if it looks like you can't find it on the website, it never hurts to post up in the group and ask if it's there. Yeah. Because like there was uh, a gentleman that was talking about uh, like a certain like a second gen swap kit for his third gen, and he ended up uh, buying from someone else. I was like, "Uh, we actually have, uh, I think, pretty much the exact kit you're looking for from Industrial Injection. I have no problems with who he bought it from or what the kit that he bought because it's actually a good high quality kit. But a lot of the times we may have it. It's just. If it's, you it, may it, just not be able to find it on the website. So, it happens. just throwing that out, it does happen. And I know a lot some of parts. T- you know, we have a lot of parts, and a lot of times, if if there are parts that we maybe don't sell a ton of all the time, they do get a little bit buried because usually parts populate uh, in order of their popularity. So, if it's on a super yeah. popular part, maybe kind of sunk down in there, it's kind of hard to find. So, I totally understand. But let's get this episode on the road. This is a viewer request. And wanted us to do an episode on free spin kits. Yeah. A.K.A. Lockout Hubs, because I was <laughs> going to school me on that right now. Which no, is no, actually... no, I'm not going to school you on it, okay.
2: because it, it
1: should be called a free
2: spin kit, because we did, you did a, uh, I don't know what, it was like a little video, uh-huh. I, I think it was on the COVID Cummins, uh-huh. talking about the free spin kit, and yeah. you were gone, and I had to respond to... uh I think it was like a TikTok. I I don't remember. I had to respond to questions. I had to answer yeah, the questions, and every like, I would I like every other question or post was like, "It's just lockout hubs. It's just lockout hubs." But yes, it includes lockout hubs, but the thing you have to remember with Ram trucks, and this is specifically Ram trucks we're talking about here. Yeah, it's called a free spin kit, and we're gonna explain why. But it because it frees up. The front end, <laughs> yeah. And again, we're gonna explain why, but, um, but yeah, that, that that's why that's why I said that in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you, um, if I ever told yeah. you that, but, um,
1: so the what we're talking about here, and this is again mostly for the Dodge Ram guys who didn't have one from the beginning. But when you start looking at old Chevy pickups, even current and older Ford pickups, they all have those little turn thingies, yeah, want on the to front wheels, on the front wheels,
2: mainly on you know, yeah, like Ben said, older Chevy trucks, um. All the Fords have yeah, them.
1: Some Jeeps have them. Jeeps.
2: <clears throat> the thing with the Ram trucks, okay, the four-wheel drive is being actuated basically in two different places, okay? You have a uh, a center axle disconnect in a lot of trucks, and they mm-hmm. brought it back actually like on the newer trucks like my truck. Um, earlier trucks, uh, so like 94 to 02, had a vacuum actuated center axle disconnect, mm-hmm. um, and then- uh, no hubs, right? No locking hubs. And then you're actuating it via the T-case. <clears throat> what happens, though, is the, the even in two-wheel drive on all these trucks from 94 to current, the front axle is still spinning. Mm-hmm. All your U-joints, all that stuff is still spinning, even if you're in two-wheel drive. And then once you put the T-case in four-wheel drive, like on, let's say my truck, you put the T-case in four-wheel drive because it's a, it's a manual shift into four-wheel drive. Then there's an electronic uh, actuator in the front axle that connects the axle. Otherwise, you basically have like a three-tire You'd have three-wheel drive yeah. if if that was not there.
1: And that electronic actuator that he's talking about on the axle it's not something that you control. It it it's it, it yeah. actuates it, when you put the truck in a four-wheel drive yes. to a separate switch.
2: Yeah, same thing with you know, earlier, like let's say the 94 02s, vacuum actuated. That's why you have a vacuum pump and that also, you know, that controls um your vents and your dash, um some other things, um mainly just the vents and your dash and your four-wheel drive. Uh, but it's a vacuum actuator that Basically locks, not necessarily locks the locks the front end and puts it in four wheel drive. Basically, an it, it true moves a collar, collar, moves a collar to the and connects shaft. the axle because the axle on one side is two pieces. You have uh-huh. a smaller stub shaft and then you have the inner axle, um, and then it, it just locks it in place.
1: And here's, sorry, the second gen guys. If you guys didn't know this, uh, they do have manual. I think mean, we just said it's not actuated manually, but like they yeah. do have kits who can do the retrofit. It's called four by four posi lock. Yeah, so it's actually like a pull cable inside the cab because <laughs> vacuum tends to leak also if you're not making vacuum it's not yeah. locked up right so they do make a manual one for that yeah
2: so that's why free spin kits are so important because again with any of these generations any of the generations of ram trucks from 94 to new that whole front assembly is spinning even in two-wheel drive so you're you're essentially pre you're first well two things you've got a rotating mass that doesn't need to be there mm-hmm. that is affected it, it it does affect mileage and 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 other things um, but also you're you're essentially kind of pre you're you're wearing out parts without even using them essentially
1: yeah when you break it down there's no positives like you're yeah. you're wearing out parts and you're not actually using them and you're the rotating mass of the truck has increased. Yeah. The the drag on the front wheels is increased. So you're using more energy than you should have to. Yeah.
2: Even though there's no power going to it from the T case, but it's still all connected and it's all spinning Mm -hmm. where a free spin kit comes into play. And that's why it's called a free spin kit is it actually unlocks the front wheels at the hubs Mm -hmm. because on Ram trucks, you've got a a unit bearing, um, not like a hub, like a Ford where it's an actual hub, bearings races well no, um, so
1: on the depends on what year though and we'll yeah, talk, about, we'll talk about automatics yeah we're going to talk about ge- ford axles we'll say later in, in
2: general yeah um let's so, talk about
1: let's talk about ram axles for right now. so yeah. on, on, with the ram you
2: have a unit bearing and then your your stub shaft uh from your axle goes through that um and then there's one big old nut with a cotter pin in it that holds that all together right well the free spin kit gets rid of that unit bearing and actually puts in bearings and races in a lockable hub. So it disconnects it at the wheel. So your wheel can free spin. And we had a lot of people ask questions like, do the brakes still work? It's like, yes, the brakes still freaking work. <laughs> and if, if you saw that video,
1: it, yeah. and that is honestly one of the shortest, most yeah. uh, somewhat viral videos like we've ever done. Yeah. And, I don't know if you can tell if it's on TikTok, but if you if you actually watch me push the wheel, like, and I'm in flip flops, and the truck's on the rack, there's no weight on it. Yeah, I have the wheel. The uh, you got shit for your flip flops too. I did. Good. I,
2: I, I said they were steel toe though.
1: Yeah, good. It, it was like 105 <laughs> degrees in the yeah. shop that day, so I just came out to feel me yeah. super quick. But I had the hub locked in like it would be normally, and if you watch my arm. You can see how much force it takes me just to rotate the wheel. Yeah. Okay. It's not a lot, but you can see I'm not just like, oh, one finger. Yay. Yeah. And then I unlock it and then I can I like it, same force, but it keeps spinning. Yeah. It it keeps going. So not j- that. I look- just on like
2: that same idea. So with the with the hubs, if you imagine you yeah, jacked up your truck before you put a free spin kit in and spun the wheel, you would look through like the C of your axle and you would see your U-joint spinning. Mm-hmm. Okay. If you install a free spin kit and it's unlocked you would spin the wheel and your u joint is not spinning mm-hmm. and that's the whole you're you're now disconnecting it from that the whole front axle at the wheel and everything else still works brakes all that stuff everything works perfectly it's you're just taking that rotating mass out of the equation and that's why guys will say you get possibly an extra you know a little mile per gallon gain um it, it's just a, a it, it's a better overall design, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like I I'm a a obviously I'm a Ram guy. They should have done this from the very beginning. I don't know. That's like one of the stupid things that Ram did, along with a lot of other things, but yeah. it's one of the stupid things that they did. Um and even so, like with a free spin kit compared to um, you know, standard hubs, those hubs are expensive. Yeah. Uh the factory unit bearings. Yeah. Um when I shouldn't like say I shouldn't a, say, a, I shouldn't a say a hubs proper. because people get confused with hubs being the actual thing you turn, mm-hmm. um, like the hubs in, you know, we're going to put one in a four wheel drive. Mm-hmm. Um, but those unit bearings get pretty expensive. Um, and not to mention too, it, if you're wiping out, you know, every so often you're wiping out unit bearings and U joints, like that adds up to a lot of labor and a lot of time. Mm-hmm. Whereas you do a free spin kit and unlock it at the wheel. Again, you're not spinning that U joint. Um the ring and pinion really doesn't I, I would say that's not really a, a wearing part, I guess, on the on the on that front axle. It's more comes down like the U-joints and the mm-hmm. and the uh unit bearings themselves. Um but putting that free spin kit in again, unlocking it at the wheel, it disengages it from that whole front axle and just allows it to spin freely. And then when you want to put it in four wheel drive, the only downside to free spin kit is when you want to put it in four wheel drive, you now have to get out and lock the hubs in. But anybody who's been around trucks their whole life, that's pretty you know common practice
1: that and so and so let's let's talk a little bit about ford axles real quick here. we're not going to talk about chevy axles on these newer trucks they're ifs yeah. and grocery gators so <laughs> <laughs> just saying
2: yeah you're not going to need it for asphalt all <laughs> right <Yeah>. okay
1: <laughs> trust me you can get through the starbucks drive through without four-wheel drive yeah or locking your hubs <laughs> yeah. in. you just gotta scratch a little bit shit out of your 24 by 9 millions <laughs> yeah so four axles um we're going to talk uh, i'll break it into two sections here you basically have your your old school Dana 60 which is going to be the OBS trucks uh, ball joint or kingpin Dana 60 all the way up through like 97 um those did have the actual uh like bearings that yep. you can pack you know take them out service them put a preload on them and then uh manual hubs on them yeah um, and that is actually when, when you convert to a free spin kit, like from Yukon, Spintech, Dynatrack, any of those, you do convert over to you know conical bearings that you can, you have an inner and an outer, you preload them, you can pack them, yep. serviceable, all that kind of good stuff. A lot stuff.
2: cheaper, a lot cheaper to service.
1: Yes. Um, and it goes away from the unit bearing on the Ram trucks. So, And that would be the same thing on the OBS trucks. But once you start getting into the 99 and up trucks, there's basically two axles. There's more than two in the front, but there's basically two. You have the leaf sprung trucks, and then you have the coil uh, spring trucks. So basically 99 to 04 and 05 to just about current. Yeah. Um, the 9904s to 04s are, is probably what most people are, are familiar with, and those are quote-unquote auto hubs. Yeah. There are other auto hubs on the market. The OBSs actually had a set of mechanical auto hubs, Um, which is pretty cool i actually have a set i I took them apart and looked at them i was like this is pretty (laughs) this is probably not very dependable but i can see what they were trying to do here (laughs) right um but what they did is they were vacuum actuated so these had a uh they still had a unit bearing in there but the stub shaft goes through the unit bearing and then enters into a manual hub Uh, from the factory that manual hub has a little diaphragm on it and when enough vacuum hits it it clicks locks the hub in, and now you're in four-wheel drive on both sides. Downside with that is uh, there's a lot of room for vacuum leaks. And if you don't make enough vacuum, then you're not in four-wheel drive. But not to worry, you can just get out, manually lock them in, and then you're in four-wheel drive after you shift the transfer case, obviously. Um, The the vacuum actuation is supposed to happen when the transfer case senses it's into four-wheel drive. So whether you have it on the dash switch or a floor shifter, like on your RAM, mm-hmm. once it senses you're in four wheel drive, the computer knows hey, uh, the little actuator sends from the vacuum pump, you know, get those things going. But they leak really bad. Mine leak on the excursion. Uh, my <laughs> previous excursion, they leaked. That's um, just nature of the beast. Yeah. Um, but again, you can just get out. Turn them in. Now, that being said, what Tyler was talking about, right? Oh, and uh, the 05s and up, very similar. I don't recall if they are vacuum or electronic, but they do have an auto option. Um, But again, from the factory, you just get out, lock the hub, whatever. Um, Dynatrac uh, does still make, and actually other companies do too, but they do still make free spin conversion kits for those trucks. At that point, I believe, if I recall correctly, it gets rid of the unit bearing altogether. Uh, because the unit bearing is again a wearable item yeah however when you have a locking hub with a unit bearing you do extend the life of that unit bearing yeah. a lot because yeah. again you're not pushing it around so having to work on our i was harder to load all the time yeah um but a uh, common thing is is like right now it is snowing like a mofo in spokane right now yeah um and you might be thinking to yourself, well, if I don't have auto hubs, it means every time I might go two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, two-wheel drive, four-wheel drive, I got to get out and lock my hubs. I'll tell you what, guys, uh, my hubs have been locked in for the last, like, two and a half days.
2: Yeah, if you if you leave them locked in on a RAM, you're basically reverting back to its stock form, but you yeah. just have better bearings. <laughs> yeah.
1: So, <laughs> so And that way I know if I need to put it in four-wheel drive, like it's already, on, my yeah. and it's on the dash, I just click it in four-wheel drive and off we go. Um, I will say that... Uh, I do try and, like, if I'm going in two-wheel drive on the freeway and, you know, I try and limit, I definitely try and keep it under, like, 55, 60. Yeah. Um, do that's I have what, to? That's no. where
2: rams come into play because with, without having a center axle disconnect, mm-hmm. even turning with it locked, mm-hmm. it's still going to act like it's in... I can feel it. Four wheel drive. Yeah. Whereas on a ram, because you still have that center axle disconnect, it's even if you... Are driving around in two wheel drive with your hubs locked, it's still going to feel like you're just in regular two wheel drive because of that center axle disconnect. Mm-hmm. There, it's not it, it's not connected on either side. Right. Um, whereas, like I said, if you took out your if you if you if your center axle disconnect was not working and you put it in four wheel drive and your hubs are locked, you'd have three wheel drive.
1: Yeah, you still- and actually,
2: would you? I don't even know if you would because it's if it's not a if it's not a locking differential, it's going to divert power to the freest spooling. So 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 it might just spin that. It might just spin the inner shaft on one side, (laughs) which is not giving you any power whatsoever. So yeah, it's not helping anybody. But but regardless, what the main point of the whole what we were just talking about is with ram trucks, like this type of this time of year, you could leave it locked in you ain't going to notice any difference Mm -hmm. than what you had prior to you installing the free-spin kit to begin with.
1: Yeah. And like on mine, if the hubs are locked in and I'm in two-wheel drive, my steering wheel is slightly heavier. Like I can I can tell when I'm locked in or not. Yeah. And let's say I'm in two-wheel drive and I've got the wheel cranked all the way. I can feel the U-joints like...
2: Yeah. Doing the lurching.
1: Yeah. Um, But I also know it's like, hey, don't crank the wheel all the way. My hubs are locked in. Yeah. Don't be that guy. Yeah. But uh, that being said, the... The whole, like, free spin, if you're considering it, uh, and you're running larger wheels and tires, and this is one of those things also for you guys that want to run a really, really, really heavy offset wheel, Yeah. um, Think about a free spin kit. And yeah. the reason I say this, and I know a free spin kit, you may think to yourself, Oh, that's for off-road guys. That's for those are for guys that like need to have them, them no. fuckers locked in, big tough thing. But here's the thing. When you have those really, really, really heavy offset wheels, let's you know, take take a journey with me here about yeah. where the weight of the vehicle sits and where you start having fulcrum's. So you take these really, really big wide wheels and you push them really far out. Mm. You've now created a fulcrum. You know, it, it's still there, but you've created even more stress on there because the wheels are far out. Yeah. That fulcrum falls on ball joints and unit bearings. Yep. You're gonna go through unit bearings like crazy. Here's the thing, though, with the unit bearing, it, you know the the bearings inside. I don't know if it's a double, uh, two bearings next to each other, just very, very close together, or if it's one giant one. I think it's two. I'm not sure though. I think it's. I think it might be one. It Might just be one big yeah, bearing. Yeah, one set. big like roller mm-hmm. bearing. The thing is, once you when you go to your free spin kit, you now have two bearings you've now widened that load mm-hmm. and the fulcrum may still be not in a great spot but you have less pressure on one area and then when you add into the fact that so you've split that load between now two bearings mm-hmm. you've also slightly moved them away from the center of the axle and they're a
2: tapered roller bearing
1: a tapered roller bearing yes and also they are serviceable and rebuildable yeah so instead of going through unit bearings once a year You're now just servicing them maybe once a year or twice a year. Or if you happen to toast a bearing, you can like go down to your auto parts store, pick up a new Timken bearing for it. Yeah, and put it. The numbers
2: are right on them, and that's what they use in pretty pretty much all the kits. Is Timken stuff. Yeah. Um. And you, yeah, you literally bring your shot bearing down to them, and they will. I almost guarantee every single auto part auto parts store will have those bearings on hand. Bearings and races.
1: Yeah. And, and that's honestly a great way to go. And we're talking like you probably pay pff, forty
2: bucks, fifty bucks for a bearing and race, if that. I'd say
1: right around there. I'd say at most, if you're at if you're at a store and they're charging a premium for it, you're probably going to pay sixty to seventy five dollars for it. Okay,
2: yeah, versus five six hundred dollars for a unit bearing. Yeah, and a lot. And, and and I'll be honest with you, some of those unit bearings are a Snap On Mayday tool. <laughs> To, to pop those things out because <clears throat> what a lot of guys were doing um, is uh, – gosh, uh, they were like using a puller from the outside of the knuckle to pull those unit bearings off. But what, happened, what happens is those things get seized in there, and it actually – you start separating the bearing in, in, the, in the unit bearing itself. So Snap-on actually made a tool that you just take your um, – because there's four bolts on the inside of that knuckle that holds the unit bearing in. If you just – you take them out like halfway – Mm-hmm. And they made Snap-on made a. It looks like a a, a long socket. It's like three inches long, um, and it's the correct head size for the bolts. And then on the end of it, it's just nothing. It's just like a punch, basically. Yeah. And so you put it on the bolt, and then you use the power steering to push the bearing out from the inside, mm-hmm. so it doesn't separate. You ever see that tool? Yeah. See, yeah. It's like the smoothest, easiest way to do unit bearings. But again, if you don't have that tool, like I've done it with, uh, you could do it with a socket and an extension. Mm-hmm. Um, just, you know, use one that you don't rely on all the time because what will happen is you'll, you'll gnaw you'll, 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 well, you'll, yeah. Yeah, you'll up the, gnaw up, oh, what am I trying to say? Gall gall up the uh, end where like your, you know, half inch drive ratchet would go into and you're not going to be able to use it uh but you can it's essentially the same thing it's like a socket it's a socket with an extension on it and then you turn the wheel use the power steering to pop them out um it works really good
1: this is also one of those things where uh, Forward serviceability is just absolutely through the roof compared to RAM on this one. Um, not uncommon <laughs> though. We all know Ford drivetrain, as far as like, you know, transmission, axles, transfer case, tends to be pretty freaking superior. Yeah. Um, but Ford axles, like if you have a unit bearing, like a Leaf Sprung truck, a 99 to 04, go or a unit, yeah, a unit bearing, go out. They are not hard to replace. Yeah. Like I'm talking roadside. If, yeah. you, if you have a bottle jack and a tool set, and like your Harbor Freight tool set in the truck, you yeah. can do it. Yeah, it is. Doesn't take any. You don't have to have this. You know, you're not going to be having to have a special tool to get it unseized from the hub or anything like that. It just they just work, and yeah. it's very easy to service them. So, yeah. hats off to you, Ford, on that one for doing it. Yeah. Um, couple of uh you know pro tips maybe rules of thumb to go with um if you're a, you know you got your ford truck or or even your ram truck and you got your wheels off or or you're getting ready to service stuff and you start hearing like you spin the wheel this should be honestly common practice whenever i have a truck off the ground or wheel off the ground i spin the wheel and listen yeah and if you start hearing that or like almost like it's crunchy yeah going on there your unit bearing is on its way out yeah that's what that sound is um when unit bearings fail, it, it's that is your connection from the wheel to your knuckle. Mm-hmm. And if you t- manage to toast that bearing and you waller it out and whatnot, your wheel with the lug nuts and that side of the unit bearing may in fact ejecto cuz. Yeah. Like, unit bearings are not a maintenance item to sleep on. Yeah. Don't fuck around with those. Yeah. And also unless you're under the gun, like a roadside repair thing, if one side is going, the other side is not far behind. So yeah. plan on doing both.
2: Well, and I can tell you right now, doing a roadside repair with a unit on a unit bearing, uh, not going to be fun at all, especially if it's a truck with miles on it. Yeah, on a radar It is going yeah. to be a pain in the ass. It is not going to be fun whatsoever. Yeah. Um. Yeah, even if you would have to have... A jack, you'd have to like you'd have to have jack stands, (laughs) like you'd have to have a lot of shit. (laughs) So it's it's not fun, and it's a it's one of those things that kind of hurts one time when you buy it, but after that, like you just have that peace of mind of knowing, like even if something fails, it is it is a roadside repair. It is a lot easier to. I mean, any sort of axle repair on the road is not going to be fun, regardless, but it's a hell of a lot easier than doing a unit bearing. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, but but that again, that's why they're called. Short of everything I just said, forget you know not forget it. But back to the beginning of this episode, Uh that's why they're called free spin kits, okay? Because you're exactly what we just explained. (laughs) You're freeing up in order to have it lock and unlock. You need to free it up first, (laughs) like that. And that's yeah, that's what got me. Like every single comment was that's that's those are just hubs. Those are just hubs. If you just put hubs on a on a uh, well, I guess well, essentially. You can't just put hubs on a RAM, for one. Mm-hmm. Um, so you have to unlock it before you can lock it.
1: Yeah.
0: If that
2: makes sense.
1: You got to go left before yeah. you go right. Yeah. Well, yeah. what you always talk about,
2: too, is when you should use four-wheel drive. Yeah. Because this is one thing that actually pisses me off more oh, than anything totally. in the freaking world, is when I'm trying to get to work or trying to get someplace, and there's some asshole in a truck. Yes, you're... there. People like this are out there.
1: Clearly a four-wheel drive truck.
2: Too. Clearly a four-wheel drive truck. And it's not lifted tall enough to have a Bluetooth drive shaft. I know that for a fact. Mm-hmm. And, and you're sitting there in a turn lane or something, and you're just... Zzzz! And then you're the only one who makes the light. That makes mm-hmm. me want to get out my gun and shoot you. <laughs> <laughs> like, you dick. You, I, I cannot stand that.
1: That's very Like, funny. I
2: hate being that guy. Like I, like, I don't ever want to be that guy that someone's waiting on because I'm in two-wheel drive when I... Clearly, have the means to be able to efficiently get through the intersection. Yeah. Cause also, too, you got to think of there's probably other people behind you that see that green light and are thinking, oh, we're going. And now, guess what? He's getting so close to you. Now he can't stop because it's slick out. And mm-hmm. now he smacks the back of your truck because the asshole in front of you is in two wheel drive trying to make a point that he still can go everywhere in two wheel drive. Guess what? Nobody gives a shit. Yeah. The only, like, there's <laughs> actually people like, in a, I've talked about this with someone from the this was a long time ago, but talking about like people on the trail, like uh even with side by side stuff, people on the trail that are trying like hell just because they want to make it in two wheel drive. Yeah, but then they're doing it 30 goddamn times and there's someone behind you going, just put the son of a bitch in four wheel drive and make the freaking trail, you jerk. Yeah. Like I I, I can't stand that. Just put it in freaking four-wheel drive. It's like you haven't. No, there's no, like, oh, my God, look at that guy. He's in yeah. four-wheel drive. What a do She can't even make it in two. No. <laughs> nobody thinks that. I just want to get to point A to point B. is yeah. efficiently equipped, especially when the weather's like this. I don't want to be out on the road any longer than I have to. Like, I'm, you know, I mean, yeah, when I was a kid, I would drive around in a front-wheel drive car doing you know doing Bernie's in, in neighborhoods and stuff but that's a totally different like when you're just trying to get home after work yeah or to work or to work and there's that jerk that is everywhere like dude
1: <sighs> i don't understand that either there i i had one of those guys behind me yeah. today and i was getting off the freeway yeah and again like today it uh it's november 30th but uh it it dumped a ton last night it's yeah. been real cold uh so it all stuck around Um uh, so you know a lot of us were out shoveling early in the morning uh josh was out plowing his driveway probably at you know freaking midnight multiple times um but it, it makes for like a very eventful drive getting into work because you know in school was canceled even today yeah um and still i there were still people out there trying to like you know make it in two wheel drive and i'm like this is the time it, it, this is game time. This is yeah. the reason that you bought a four wheel drive truck, and especially I, I don't know what it is, but I tend to see a lot of it with the, like the Chevy fifteen hundred guys. And I'm like, I'm sitting out there, and I'm literally just like, I know what your interior looks like. Just press the fucking button. Yeah. Press the button. Yeah. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Yeah. Press the button. Yeah. So you got it. Yeah. And, and like, <laughs> and I'm, um, you know, and I could see him behind me too because it was, it was, it was coming up on Broadway to get off of the freeway. And it's an incline at the light. Yeah. And so I see him, like, (laughs) come around the exit, fishtailing, and then fishtailing the other way, and then fishtailing the other way, and stopping, and then... Light turns green. I go because I'm in four wheel drive, yeah, and I'm fine, yeah, and, I, and I, also tire selection too. But at the end of the day, like it just I think that's all fake. <laughs> as long as you're in four wheel drive and you <laughs> yeah. understand what you're doing, there's a lot you can do with really shitty Tyler's. Tyler will tell you about that in a minute, <laughs> yeah. but then this guy, like we we turn in like the light, and I look behind him, and he has got he is like nearly 90 degrees, wheel cranked, yeah. just like, t- like just roosting everything. Yeah. And it'd be one thing if it's 10 o'clock at night and he, like, we are the only people at this exit. Right. Let her eat, dude. Fucking get it. Yeah. Have a good time. But it is 745 at a major freeway overpass intersection. Yeah. There's people to the left waiting at the stoplight. There's people to the right coming off of the, coming down the overpass where it's slick, possibly not making it through a stoplight and you're over here just, yeah. just trying to get your rocks off and like, yeah. Dude, I am going to have to pull you off the curb, aren't I? Yeah. Like, we're going to... Tangent in here too, but like Dude, keeping shit in your truck or your excursion, <laughs> yeah. like I have to to pull people out of where they're supposed to be. Yeah. I've already used that three or four times this season. I didn't even yeah. put. I pulled it out once, haven't even put it away. I got my toe strap and my soft shackles, and yeah. I've just been yanking people out all fucking winter. Yeah, and I'm sitting there like I'm gonna have to yank this motherfucker out too. Yeah. Like, uh, God damn it! And I also saw a lady on the way into work today. I assume lady. I'm not trying to be gender specific here, but I think it was a lady. Yeah, it was. It was either a very uh, old, feminine-looking man, or it's definitely a grandma type deal. (laughs) Maybe, maybe a a older mom, Mrs. Dalfire, Mrs. Dalfire, yeah, in a Rav Four, clearly spun out on the freeway on the shoulder, you know, the number one lane and you know i can see her like moving the wheel on the front tires are moving i don't see any major body damage and you can see her tracks as she like went off yeah <laughs> like she probably just doinked the the median like yeah like barely she probably can't even tell where she hit on her bumper obviously right. it's like it's an older 2000s rav4 yeah and she's just sitting there did even have flashes on and i'm like i'm sitting there thinking to myself, like lady drive yeah. Drive, get the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. You, you are gonna get hit. <laughs> yeah. Your nose is in the lane. Yeah. There are semis behind us. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. You <laughs> need to put that in drive and pin it.
2: Yeah. Run. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and do I'm, something. I, again, I'm sitting there, I'm like, do I get her out of there? Do I get her out of there? Like, and I'm trying to think, like, if I stop and try and pull this lady out. There's you a good chance she and I are both going to get hit. Yeah, I wouldn't and, risk it. And, like, it'd be one thing if it's, like, on the right <laughs> hand and they're, like, slid off a little bit. I'm all for helping people. Like, if, if I can, I will. But at the same time, you also have to look at, like, I don't have emergency flashers. I'm probably, like, the first or second person. People, like, are still behind us. You can see them sliding as they're trying to stop. And I'm like, I'm just going to cause more. I, I, I'm out of yeah. here. Like, Sometimes I, you
2: just got to let the old go.
1: You can- <laughs> They did their time. The
2: Great Depression, yeah. you know? <laughs> the moon landing. Yeah, so you never, never know what is your time, but yeah. it just might be that time for them and I'm gonna risk my life for that. They saw a lot.
1: <laughs> Electricity. <laughs> the Ride <Wright> brothers. <laughs> Cell phones. I Cell mean, phones. It's amazing. TikTok.
2: <laughs> so speaking of stupid people, I know I already told you. I never told you. So this is like was this Monday, I think? I think it was money. anyway, it doesn't matter. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'm sitting on my, so my wife's in Colorado. I got nothing going on. I'm just sitting at home. And, uh, the way my house is like my house faces, um, like we're on a dead end road and then, but like my living room, like it's a, our road dead ends, but there's a, a road that you can go to the left or the right. I'm sorry. And, uh, like go North. Right. And so my living room looks right up that road. And, uh,
1: that was part of what made me laugh so i was like you live on a dead end man what the fuck's going
2: on i'm sitting there with my with my pup we're just on the couch watching tv whatnot i see out of the corner of my eye headlights and i just glance over and there's this white four-door sedan that's just freaking just i mean he must have been going 30 35 just coming in sideways right okay Most all the curbs in our in our neighborhood are like those like rollover ones. You know what I'm talking about? He managed to hit with his front end so hard on like the the sewer entrance. Right. Because, you know, sometimes it'll have like the the, for the water, the drain, you know, the runoff to go. He managed to smoke that thing sideways so freaking hard that it completely busted out like his whole front like K member out of this freaking car dude <laughs> a lower a arm broke it broke the steering shaft going into the steering rack what it just sat like I and I'm sitting there looking at him and he like goes forward for a second and then he backs up like he was like gonna go in the yard and I'm just sitting there and I'm like god damn it I'm gonna have to go out there and help him aren't I and I'm looking at him I'm like well, I kind of want to see what he broke. because like, I could clearly see one wheel is like completely turned and there's no like it's it's jacked. And I thought it was like a, a chick. And I, I'm like, okay, fuck it. I'll go out there. And I go out there and it's a younger guy. Um needs to say he's not from around here. And it, the first thing he says is, I hit an ice patch. I'm like the whole road? Was like, the whole neighborhood's <laughs> ice right there, guy. Like, uh, and he's like, I was like, does it, does it move? He's like, you can try it. And I hop in there, and I turn the wheel, and the wheel just literally is just spinning, dude. It doesn't stop. He's like, my four-ways, my turn signals doesn't work. I'm like, yeah, because your clock spring's all jacked. <laughs> like, and I look under there, and his lower A-arm is completely snapped off. It looks like the whole front of the car is moving separately from the body. I was like, dude, you, you got a good one, man. Like you, I, yeah, man, you got her good. Like there's nothing, but just like to, to see that out of the corner of my eye, I'm just like, dude, you were freaking hauling ass down that road and tried to take that and. If he wouldn't have hit that spot, he probably would have been fine. He would have just been in my neighbor's in yard. yard.
1: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it was
2: stuck in my neighbor's yard, guaranteed. But he just managed to smoke that freaking <laughs> that drainage. Jeez. That and it's all metal, right? He just smacked it so freaking hard and I'm just like oh my freaking god
1: so the the process the, the thing that comes into my mind right now is, <laughs> let's say this dude's not from in this neighborhood all right yeah but tyler like tyler's house is at like the top of the t of a section, just off a little bit yeah and then to his left like not even like
2: it's one a house half mile, dead it's end.
1: one house and there's a dead end so <laughs> no one's coming into tyler's area hot yeah ever yeah they kay? are like Watch, like, out. watch out! I, <laughs> I'm just thinking of this guy. So he's coming south on the on the you know the long standing part of the tee. Yeah. And for him to hit that that fast, yeah, he must have been standing on the brakes for probably three seconds. <laughs> like he was all the way back. Because the whole thing was ice. Oh, dude, the whole thing. I know that area it gets uh, yeah. eight, it's ice and doesn't leave. Dude, and there's so yeah, yeah it's all singing. in shape. And he just <laughs> so he, somewhere up the road he was like yeah 35 is a great idea and then he managed <laughs> to see the you know the tier oh, section the coming, coming. Up. and he's like i'm going to lay on the brakes and i'm stomping on the brakes like and he's, Nothing's and he's still like 300 feet away he's like ah shit <laughs> like he's like just a long, drawn out like
2: oh crap <laughs>
1: crap <laughs> oh
2: crap <laughs> oh here we go oh my god to hit <laughs>
1: Like he, really, <laughs> like he had time to text his wife. I'm getting in an accident right now. Yeah, literally hasn't hit yet. <laughs> I'm no, hit I'm about to hit. I'll call you oh, later. God. And he,
2: he wiped out that whole front of that car. And the best part is, is his house is like three houses down. And so another neighbor showed up with a strap and uh, um, I hook it up for him and we hook it to his, it was like an expedition. And. Things like it actually tracked straight right behind <laughs> We just parked it right in front of his house. I'm like, see bro, like that sucks, dude. That thing's totaled. <laughs> like that stupid mistake just totaled that freaking car. And yeah, it hasn't moved. But uh I'll go with the tire thing. So my yeah. tires are shit. Total
1: like they're shit. junk.
2: Um When the snow first started flying, I was actually kind of a little nervous. On like, oh man, I was nervous for you. Well, the first time, the um, the first time I uh, last year, first winter with that truck, I was like, wow, this thing's like a freaking lead sled. Like this thing can, this thing can slide. Like, (laughs) like I'm not looking to do that, right? And that was with fresh tires.
1: Yeah,
2: I don't know if it's just like I've gotten so used to the truck, like I know how it's gonna react, or um, maybe I've just unlocked a new level of tire. From burning maybe. them down so much, I, I think know. that it's the. Like, you, I think
1: you're getting extra traction because you're on the wear bars. Yeah, maybe I don't know oh. those little you're, tiny you're wear using bars. The, you're using dude, the wear bars, dude. I don't know what about now. it,
2: but I, I literally, I, I told, I told Ben, I was like, I literally caught myself saying "tiger paw," like I'm like "tiger paw," like I got this, like as I was driving into work, because I was like, wait a second, I have bald ass tires, like this shouldn't be doing this right now. I mean, actually, you know. I've been actually impressed on how how good bald tires do in the snow. <laughs> nice. <laughs>
1: yeah, your tires should not be working right now. No. Not even a little bit. No. Uh, my Ooh. open country, uh, toy open country extreme uh, AT2s uh, have been fan fucking yeah, Nobody likes a breaker. You
2: got uh, new tires you can put on right yeah. now, don't you? Yoko Geo's. Oh, Yoko
1: Geo's. Yoko.
2: Yeah.
1: yeah. Sick. We'll see how those go. <laughs> oh, sure. That'll be great. God, oh, yeah. it looks so good, too. Yeah. It does look good. It does look good. Uh, <laughs> But, uh, what did
2: I hear? You did? They didn't send you
1: lug nuts? I uh, I didn't bring the right rim because I got five rims because they're discontinued. Oh, I didn't bring the right box that had the the lug nuts in it. Oh, uh, did no. your other ones still work? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, cool. That's fine. I'll swap them out this weekend and call go. it good. Oh, yeah. Very um, nice. I did see a question on the mm-hmm. YouTube's today. Yeah, me. They want a gravy update. Um. <laughs> first off I hope you guys liked our Thanksgiving day episode yeah. I uh we really enjoyed making it like we lo- I don't think we talked about a truck
2: so anything f- truck related my, my Thanksgiving <laughs> um I kind of party a little too hard the night before and it's then, called blackout Wednesday for yeah, a reason and then I don't want to get into it too much but like um I've got some kind of some family stuff going on with my with my mom um and so I didn't try it. I, I mm. didn't. I didn't dive into the gravy. That's okay. It was There's just always a, Christmas. There was other things going on. So um, I will. I will have some. I will try some gravy, and I will. I will. I will see if I can hop on that gravy
1: train. I I fucking made probably the best gravy I've ever made in my life. Yeah. I uh for those of you that are first off, uh, any of you younger guys or maybe just got married and now it's your job to cook the turkey. Yeah. A um, couple of pro tips. One. Save the neck for me. Yeah,
2: say that out for me, Clark.
1: <laughs> what? Yeah. Step one, okay. Um, you should always shoot. I don't care how big your bird is. Shoot the bird in the head. Yeah, but so keep, you don't ruin the meat. But save the neck. <laughs> um, but you should shoot to have that bird like in the oven cooking by eleven a.m. I don't care how early or late you plan on. Maybe even ten.
2: If you're oven cooking.
1: If you're oven cooking, yes. There's other. Yeah. Um, there's other ways, but like uh, I, I oven cook. Maybe if I have, I would like to start deep frying stuff, but my. I, yeah, just not yet. Not there yet. Yeah. Um. But yeah, you should be starting that shit. Should be seasoned and in the oven at a proper temperature by eleven. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Um. I would also highly recommend a uh, a Bluetooth thermometer that you can put into the bird, so you don't have to actually keep opening the damn oven. Also, you need a thermometer in the oven as well to get the actual temperature of the oven. That ruined me the first three years because I couldn't uh-huh. figure it out because my oven was like. Hey, that's 350. Yeah, it's 350. And then you're like, it's 530. Why is my turkey only a hundred <laughs> degrees inside? And then I realized that you know, my oven was not quite telling me the right temperature. I'm gonna stop
2: here real quick just because yeah. I want to bring up a story about me cooking a turkey in my Traeger for the first time. Yeah.
1: Oh, like that three was
2: years so ago. good. <laughs> so I had my Traeger set up in my driveway out mm. front, kind of partially in my like garage opening, right? Because I wanted mm. the smoke to go out. <laughs> and uh the son of a bitch would turn off on me. Like it would get hmm. cold like it was a weird and I talked to Kyle about it, because Kyle, the our former employee, his like uncle or something worked for Traeger, wasn't
1: it? Something like that, yeah.
2: But Anyways, he, he has a very him, in-depth Traeger he, knowledge. Yeah, he is. So yeah. but it would like it would it would shut off. Mm-hmm. And I had to restart Dude, by the time I got that turkey cooked, it literally tasted like you ate the chips. Like it was like <laughs> so smoky. Oh wow. Like dude, it was it was almost too much.
1: Uh-huh.
2: It was good, it was moist. But it was literally like your every time, you took a bite of turkey, you were smoking a cigar, that was, whatever cherry, whatever I don't. You know what would
1: have really helped that, gravy.
2: Well, it was just too much smoke though. Like a good turkey, you can have it by itself. I think you yeah. know with any. You should, I think with yeah. any meat, it should be good by itself. I agree. When you're cooking it, but this was like way too much smoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it was, it was like it was just too much <laughs> it's like wow i'm like sitting in the campfire eating this turkey <laughs> like it, it was weird anyways go ahead with your turkey yeah it's the best you, way to cook you need it. <laughs> a
1: thermometer in the oven to tell you what temperature it is um if you have one of those and it's a bluetooth one as well that's great but i, I just have one that's like a normal it just stays in the oven to tell me all the time yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah a bluetooth also make sure your battery is fresh because uh, you're basically cooking this fucker for like six hours yeah <laughs> um also the same time that the turkey goes in the oven Uh, that's when you start your gravy. I'm dead serious. You take the, uh, like the turkey we have, had the gizzards uh, in a uh, like a a paper, a cookable paper bag. Yeah. um, And then the neck on itself. And I just, whatever seasoning I have left over from the turkey, um, I'll put that in a pot. I will put everything in the pot and I'll cover it. So it's probably got, I don't know, four or five inches of water above it. And just put that fucker on high, get it to a proper boil that mm-hmm. shit's hot and then basically just keep turning it down to where it's still boiling and just let that shit simmer yeah just make sure that the water level doesn't get low because you're eventually going to break down all of that meat on that neck all the vertebrae is going to start falling apart you got to fish them out later whatnot yeah but yeah that's the idea you want like i want that neck meat in my gravy yeah like, we
2: give the gizzards and all that stuff to the dogs
1: oh i'm sure they love it Oh yeah, yeah. but uh yeah turkey ended up really good gravy ended up great uh mashed potatoes ended up great all that stuff was awesome it was uh, uh all around a, a good thanksgiving in the uh the little household we had yeah. our uh good deal my my in-laws came up which is great my uh mother and father-in-law and my sister-in-law uh brother-in-law couldn't make it i know he doesn't listen to this podcast but yeah he's, he's a bitch yeah he's a <laughs> he's a EMT firefighter out in Wisconsin. Is that so the you, one
2: I met that was there for your gender reveal? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Eric Stoke. Bitch. Yeah.
1: <laughs> anytime we Facetime him, he's always at work, obviously because he's a firefighter. But anytime yeah. we Facetime him, I'm always like, "Sup, gay boy," <laughs> <Like, laughs> as loud as I can make, because I want everybody in the in the firehouse to hear. Uh, so they could be like, "Dude, who was?" I? He's like, "It's my fucking brother-in-law." <laughs> like sounds like an asshole. I was like, "He's my grand big in the fraternity too. Yeah. I can't I can't fucking escape him." <laughs> I'm like, yeah, "That's right, bitch. <laughs> yeah. I owe you. I owe you." <laughs> I love that guy. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen I was going to about wrap this one up um, I know we just uh, covered basically Thanksgiving stuff and free spin stuff but uh, long story short, if you're thinking about a free spin kit especially if you have a RAM uh, the benefits in my opinion greatly outweigh any of the drawbacks um, I will say they are not cheap free spin kits are going to run you anywhere buy once cry once buy once cry once they're going to run you anywhere from 15 to 25 Um, We usually have three different options on our website, Spintech, Yukon, And Dynatrack, I will say our go-to is Dynatrack. Uh, They offer that with the Warn hubs or the Dynalock hubs. The Dynalock hubs are the best hubs in the industry. That's what Howitzer has. That's what all of our off-road rigs have, even for Jeeps and whatnot, all of our Pro Rock 80s, all of our 60s. all Nothing wrong with the
2: Warns, though. They're they're great as well.
1: Yeah, like any of you guys are basically, if you're not using your truck off-road, like just get the Warn hubs. Save the, it's like a $500 difference or something like that. Just get the Warn hubs on there. It's the Warn, the the gold one, the premium hubs. Everybody likes. They've been around for like, 50 years they're great uh but if you're one of those guys that like when i lock my hubs in it's because my toy hauler uh is hooked up to my oil rig and i'm leaving the site and i'm like for me to get out, I gotta have his fuckers like in, and I gotta be pinned for like twenty minutes. Get together. the dialogues Get the dialogues. Yeah, and also make sure your wheel has a big enough
2: opening to make sure to accommodate. <laughs> that, yes, uh, we do have
1: uh we have specs on the website as far as uh hub bore yep. uh to be able to get through and whatnot. Yep. Um, but that being said, folks, we greatly appreciate all of you guys tuning in. I hope everybody had a fantastic Thanksgiving. And Merry Christmas, and everybody's gearing up to have a great freaking Christmas. So yeah. that's it. We'll see you on the next one. Bye.
2: Thanks for tuning in. Make sure to subscribe and check us out at dieselpowerproducts.com.